0: It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. California Wine Country with Dan Berger, brought to you by Bottle Barn, also uh, Rodney Strong Vineyards and Davis Bynum Wines. And our guest today from Bottle Barn is the wine buyer at Bottle Barn, the Great Barry Herbst. Sir, it's been a while since we've seen you. Welcome to the new place. Thank you. Great to be back. Isn't it cool? It's beautiful. Yeah. And we're talking about Harvest Fair wines.
1: Yes. We're in the thick of the Harvest Fair (laughs) offerings now, and uh, anybody who walks in the store can't miss the display. It's taken yeah, up the, it, the big center they would call the dance floor. In the yeah, middle the right. I think we're probably in the 60, 70 range of different labels that we carry. It's been super successful this year. seems to be a lot of interest, a lot of energy going back into the Harvest Fair, and it's really great to see.
0: And Dan Berger, of course, brings in on Fridays, he brings in uh, what we call uh, a Dan Berger Cellar Wine. But this one is brand new from Australia, you said.
2: Yeah, I had lunch today with a guy from Victoria, uh, Australia. It's uh, one of the states down there. And the Australians are doing a tremendous new promotion of trying to reacquaint Americans with the wines from the state of Victoria. Victoria is a cool region. It's really where Melbourne's located, down in the south part of the uh, yeah, country. Right. Right, right. And it goes north from there, about five hours' uh, drive out all the way up to the mountains. And it's a cool region, and, and, and so cool, in fact, that it grows a lot of Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. And this Chardonnay we're having is a 2022, it's called Little, Yearing, Little Yearing, Yering, Little Yering, Y-E-R-I-N-G, just made available literally today, available in uh, the States. It sells for around $18, suggested retail, and it's very tasty. Nice, crisp, yeah, little wine. You get
0: bright. You got it, Barry.
1: Uh, no, this is the first I've heard about it. So now that I've tasted it, it'll probably be in the store in short order.
0: It, nice it, it really is
2: pleasant. Yeah, yeah. it's a be- pretty little wine. It's not. Uh, it's got a screw cap. It's easy to drink. Uh, easy to open. Uh, yeah. They're bringing the Australians are going to be bringing in. I think something like thirty new brands, some of which have been here before. But the new ones are exciting. I tasted five of them at lunch today, and I was really excited about all of them.
0: Barry Herbst, the wine buyer for Bottle Barn. The whole Harvest Fair it has been huge, and really you're the only place in the county where you can go and see all these winners.
1: Yeah, it's been a big deal for a long time at Bottle Barn, well before my time there, you know, back in Ben's era. And uh, there was times of reliance to the back of the store. People you know, the day of the public tasting or the weekend of the public tasting or after the Friday night announcements of awards. And it's carried on nicely and it's kind of hit a lull there for a few years, but I really feel like it's, it's coming out of it now. And uh, the public tasting last Saturday was well attended and uh, uh, the wines have all been really well received. So no complaints here. All right.
0: Very cool. Uh, You want to find the wines that uh, were all awarded at the recent Sonoma County Harvest Fair, you go to Bottle Barn or BottleBarn.com and download their app as well because Mm -hmm. you'll get, you know, uh, updates on on deals and things that are going on at Bottle Barn. Exactly. Dan, I like this shard. Oh, the shard? Australian shard. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, we don't see a lot of Australian wines. Uh, The the Australians ran into a buzzsaw some years ago when they uh, they had a, a trade war with China. China had been a huge, oh, huge right. buyer of Australian wine, and then suddenly they imposed ta- tariffs, and the Australian wines stopped going into China. And for several years, the Australians had a real problem with uh, cash flow because they couldn't sell the wines to China wow. or other countries in the Far East. And then the end result was that they tried to sell all this stuff in different. Strategies to the British. The British liked some of it, didn't like all of it. What about so, America? The problem was that there was a brand here called Yellow Tail, and Yellow I Tail was a that. very popular brand, but a lower-priced brand. It was yeah. all those wines were selling for what? About eight or nine or ten dollars. Oh, yeah, they're still in that range, and they're still around, uh, available at that price point. But the problem was that a lot of Americans got the idea. Not we're not talking Californians. We're talking the rest of the country. Yeah, right. Got the idea that all Australian wines should sell for eight dollars, right. and that's you know. Some of the wines that they make are phenomenal wines, and they deserve to be at thirty or 40 dollars a bottle. and The Australians couldn't sell the 40 dollar stuff here at all because all the Americans wanted was the eight dollar stuff. This wine is made from a grape variety called Agliotico, uh which actually has a, a very it's almost none of it planted anywhere. Uh, it's a red grape variety, but it has almost no color. It's, it it re- makes red wine. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can make a red one from it, but this is pretty much what you get. Uh, that is a you light,
0: that's a light rosé color. That's a very light But rose. the nose is amazing. What year is this? Uh,
1: 2022, I believe.
0: Yes. Yes, I was on the panel that sent this up as
1: best of class for mm. rosé, and I was really, you know, it was with a bunch of Pinot Noirs and... Uh, San Rosé, Syrah Rosés, and it just really stood out. It's so unique, soft and
2: entry and dry finish, but not austere in any yeah. way. It's a very succulent, very tasty. Ladies, wine. try this mm.
0: Rosé. This and God bless Melissa and our new Wine Country Radio wine glasses. Yeah. Bless you, my dear. Oh, we should
1: actually say the name. It's La Certoza is the winery, and this is uh, Sam Sebastiani's project hey. after. After he uh, split from Beyoncé. Really? Uh, He's
2: done some really good things with that brand, La Chertosa. It's a nice brand. Yeah, he
1: makes a nice Chardonnay as well. And they'll be pouring in the store, um, uh, I think, next week. So uh, you can taste the other wines besides wow. the rosé.
0: Now, this is really good.
2: Yeah, I, this, w- I fell in love with this wine. This Dan, worth, tell me why I like this rosé Well, rose so part much. of it is the fact you can drink it all by itself. But it also, it's the way it's structured... You can put this with some food too. I mean, it really has sure. the ability to go with food. Acidity yeah. is good. Um, I would start to think about uh, mm. uh, uh, clams and uh, and uh, you know clams, casino stuff like that. And this is really fascinating. I like this wine. What, what's the retail price on this? I think we're around uh, twenty-one a bottle on this. Good price. Uh,
0: totally reasonable, of course.
1: Yeah, it's a super high-quality rosé, and I think you get what you pay for. So.
2: And especially Aliotico. Barry, tell us where Aliatico <laughs> grows. I had to look it up before I got
1: here at the <laughs> island of Elba, which I want a vacation there now after, after seeing the pictures. It's <laughs> beautiful. And then also in the south in Basilicato, uh, and then some in Australia I saw, and California, mm. of course. So here's the show. That.
2: That's delicious wine.
0: I am blown away.
2: Well, I'm glad
0: to hear that. You know, I'm not Mr. Rosé, but I do well, enjoy that, rosés. Well, it's one, not
2: sweet. It's not, there's no, no, there's no. no it's
0: dry. There. It's no. beautiful. Okay. All right. Uh, it is California Wine Country with Dan Berger. Barry Herbst, the wine buyer for Bottle Barn, is with us. This show is brought to you every Friday by Bottle Barn. Uh, Rodney Strong Vineyards and Davis Bynum Wines. Uh Okay. What else you you got? I I, I do want to say and remind everyone that uh, Bottle Barn is the place to find all of the great Harvest Fair award winners. And you you guys are in the midst of this right now.
1: Yeah, they're still pouring in. I think we've got most of what we're going to get, but I think there's still a few coming in. But uh, it will stay up on display through the end of the year. Some of them will probably sell out before then. Well, Uh, sure. Yeah, they, some are just limited production, and uh, we just get one shot. All the right. next up is the best-of-class Chardonnay uh, well, from our good friend Miro. You're in the right room, dude. Yeah, exactly. I thought you might like this one.
0: And uh, uh, not because I have any class, but the best-of-class Chardonnay is important. Exactly.
1: This has been probably one of the biggest sellers of the year for us so far. Uh, is the, Miro is the label, and I'm not going to try and pronounce Miro's last name. Cholokov. There you go. You know it better than I do. Say again. Cholakov. Cholakov.
2: T-C-H-O-L-A-K-O-V. He makes the Trinity wine.: He can wines. still
0: say, pronounce that after all the wine he's <laughs> had today at uh, lunch. And I'm lying on the
2: floor, too. It's impressive.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, Miro makes uh, a number of wine. This is his own label, but he also makes the Trinity label.
0: And he makes Lastoria. so those are all. And this is Sonoma County. Yes, yes, mm, it's a harvest. Oh, it was the
2: best Chardonnay yeah, at the it harvest has to be fair from Sonoma. Uh, Olive Vineyard. all of it is in. Oh, okay. Yeah. What year is this? Twenty twenty two, brand new. Wow. Single vineyard says on. So right, right, means,
0: now you would lay this down for
2: a tad. I, would, I think that this would be best in about a year to two years. Yeah, okay. but I I wouldn't go beyond that because. This wine has got so much fruit, you wouldn't want to lose too much of that. No, and it it tastes so great right now. Yeah,
1: it's got good lift and acidity, but it's not that over-the-top, what we call the Rombauer style. It's still the best-selling Chardonnay, but it's not super ripe and buttery and oaky like that. It's it's, Everything's in check.
2: Even Rombauer has toned it down a a bit. Pineapple juice character in the aroma. I love it. It's Mm -hmm. delicious. Miro's a great winemaker. Tell me more
0: about... Him and this wine, Dan.
2: Well, Miro is, uh, I think he's Bulgarian by mm-hmm. birth, and uh, has been the winemaker for several years at Trentadue up in Geyserville. Yeah. yeah. And has made wines under his own brand for maybe a decade, and he's very, very talented. There's a handful of winemakers that are his caliber in this county. He's one of them. He's really one of the top. What I like about his wines is they always have good structure, good acidity, good balance, and they always work with food. This one, I think, would really go great with lobster with butter. It's got some real character
1: to order some. We need one of those lobster uh, food trucks to roll (laughs) up in there. The
0: 2023 Sonoma County Harvest Fair Award winners are uh, all over Bottle Barn now in Santa Rosa. Give me some more details
1: so this year was a little different in the harvest fair in that the white wine and rosé wines uh were down quite a bit i think in the 20 to 30 percent range so if that's Uh, uh, down in sales Uh, entries oh and entries so if Uh. that's what you really like i would get on those early because there aren't a lot of them and what we have
0: will probably sell out fairly early on but dan why would you say the entries were down
2: I think part of it is the fact that this has been a very difficult year for staffing at wineries, and the people who enter the wine competitions are auxiliary people, and a lot of wineries cannot find employees. To handle the task of entering I, competitions. Oh,
1: the other thing I heard is a lot of wineries have uh, moved uh, as a protective measure to labeling North Coast instead yeah. of Sonoma, which uh, disqualifies them from entering,
0: but gives them oh, a lot of flexibility.
1: Right. They can buy fruit from Lake yeah. County.
0: This Chardonnay. Okay, well let me let me. I mean, it's 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 very young, as you pointed out. Yeah. Uh, but maybe
2: two hours in the decanter. I would say and I would not, I wouldn't serve it very very cold because this wine at at very cold temperatures you lose some of the nuances of character this I agree. peach and and, and I um, actually
0: think this may be too cold.
2: Well, yeah. in this case it's fine in in a studio there's no food here. But if you had this with a little bit of so say you put this with some some scallops and butter. Okay, then the butter helps to bring out nuances of that, but you want that wine to be at a temperature where you can access all those flavors. If it's too cold, right. those flavors go into the background. Okay? Right, Everything gets muted. Let me make another point about what uh, Miro has done with this Chardonnay. Mm. It, the, when I smelled this wine, I could immediately tell, well, I can tell pretty much what I think he did. What he did was he tried to make a wine that had a little teeny bit of Burgundian character to it so that the the flavors would be European in aftertaste but Californian in aromatics and in mid-entry. All right, see,
0: now, see. I'm I'm throwing out a geek alert. Yeah, all, right. Gonna, all right, explain that further for people who aren't wine geeks like when you. you buy,
2: when you buy a Chardonnay that comes out of Europe, typically it's going to have noticeable acidity. California um, wines usually have lower acidity. This one has got both elements. It's got the succulence in the finish, but it's also got crispness in the aftertaste, almost a lemony aftertaste.
0: Um, I'm getting that big and, time.
2: And that's why this wine goes so great with food, because the acidity is all there to support the food when it goes in your mouth. Now, the problem with most pe- some people, is some people will buy Chardonnay and just drink it. They have no food with it at all. Okay, that's fine. Why you are you to. looking at me? Well, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> looking at you. I'm just looking at the mic. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, I, my point is that if this is a kind of an all-purpose wine. It, it, it does everything. You, you can drink it by itself, or you can put it with food. And the finish is still... That lemon juice or it's, pineapple carrot you know, or whatever it's it is. It's
0: gorgeous wine. Being named the number one Chardonnay at the mm-hmm. Harvest Fair in Sonoma County, I mean, that's a huge deal. Well, it's, it was best in his class. The overall Sweepsticks
1: winner was Fritz, but they don't sell to retailers, so we don't have it. But he doesn't make uh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But this was the best in their price category, which was uh, up to $30. Uh,
2: and
1: this, this sells in the low 20s. That's uh, a, so a bar. I think it's a hell
2: of a deal. A, absolutely. What it is. It's It's California
0: Wine Country, Dan Berger and Barry Herbst. They have the 2023 Sonoma County Harvest Fair award winners all over the place. And what else have you brought, sir? So
1: this next one is a uh, Grenache Blanc. Whoa. Uh, Dan likes Grenache Blanc, I don't you? I
0: love Grenache Blanc. That's yeah. why
1: I chose it. And uh, made by someone that's well-known in the industry, uh,
2: Ted Segacio and his wife. Grenache Blanc is a wonderful grape variety for... It's ability to deliver minerality. And the aftertaste of these wines, if they're done right, they have a minerality finish. What I like about that is that it doesn't require very much oak, sometimes no oak at all. And the end result is going to be a wine that goes great with food. And this is wine really all-purpose. You don't need to worry about oak flavors in here because the flavors are all about the fruit. It's bright. It's up front. Simplistic kind of wine, but in certain ways, the aftertaste is that mineral character.
0: And yes, after all these years of working with you on uh, the California wine country, the minerality
2: there you
1: go
0: strikes me perfect big time.
1: Yeah, it's got kind of the same mouthfeel as the Chardonnay, but the mineral kind of replaces that buttery
0: tropical component in the middle. Yeah, Uh, expound more on that, Mister Winebuyer. well, it's you know it's certainly
1: something that's prized in Europe. You see it in European wines a lot in the south of France mm. and in the War Valley. They really love minerality because of the way it goes with food. Sure. And you don't see this grape, surprisingly, in Dry Creek Valley, which is kind of the kingdom of Sauvignon
2: Blanc and Zinfandel. Grenache Blanc is a fabulous variety, but it's very, very lightly planted. And part of the reason is that... Up until about 20 years ago, the United States government didn't even recognize this as a grape variety. Really? It was not recognized by the U.S. government. Uh, what
0: does the word Grenache come in? It's a, it's Grenache a French is, thing?
2: It's, it, that's the French version of it. In, in Spain, it's called Garnacha. It's the same variety. Oh, okay. But when it's white, it's a white Grenache Blanc is an actually different grape variety from Grenache Thread. So you, you could make a Which Grenache Blanc, but it would have to be from the Grenache Blanc grape now because the Grenache that's made as a white wine is essentially a white wine from the red Grenache grape. Nice. Well, I love Grenache Blanc, and I think I know uh, you do. Navarro makes one that's fabulous. I, there are a handful of people. There are not very many. I think uh, w- Jay Wilkes makes one down in Santa Barbara County. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how many. It's a fair amount
1: down there, yeah. and I, maybe a little bit in Lodi.
2: Most but. people will bypass Grenache Blanc in the stores. They shouldn't. Now, these see, these th- wines are always delicious. Uh,
0: it is California Wine Country. Dan Berger and, of course, Barry Herbst, uh, the wine buyer for Bottle Barn. Oh, we're going red. And we're going Grenache Rouge. What's the deal with Grenache <laughs> Rouge? It's a Grenache Red, uh, obviously. Well, Just
1: doing the French pronunciation.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I don't care. And
1: this is a winery. Um, this is what I love about the Harvest Fair. Every year we discover a few small guys that we had never dealt
0: with before yeah which is very cool
1: yeah and it's it's always nice to support a n- new small well, i don't know if they're new but a small fledgling the
2: uh so this was the best of class
1: grenache for its price range the overall i think was sunset uh the grenache winner but this Ooh. is uh alexander valley 2019 and uh, i'd like that dan what
0: the hell is he talking about
2: well first of all it's, it's quite tart for a Grenache, the the problem with... At, at the very tip, but on the palate, it's less tart. It's uh, succulent. It's made lighter style. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of tannin in it. The the tannins that it has are fruit tannins. They're not from any other source. So yeah. these are fairly uh, not aggressive tannins. They're softer. And this, is, this should go great with hamburgers or beef stew. Yeah, this is a lot more like a style.
1: Spanish Grenache, I would yeah. say. You know, something from like... Slightly
2: slightly lighter style in in the way it it comes across the tongue. The most impressive thing about this is that this wine is so good the way it is now, but imagine it also could be served chilled and it would be fine. Yeah. It's lighter in weight, so therefore you can chill it. Very bright, juicy.
0: It is bright and juicy, unlike me. But uh,
2: (laughs) Dan laying it down. I don't know that I would want to put this down too too many years. I think a year to 2 at the most because this wine has beautiful upfront fruit and I wouldn't want to lose that fruit.
0: No, and I that, I just tasted it and got great upfront fruit. Mm. That I want to, you know, wrap my arms and head around. There
2: we go. Yeah. Well, it's delicious. Just plain delicious. Yeah, and the, really... pr- the price is very really fair. It's under 24.
1: Yeah, really reminiscent to me of uh, some of the wines in the southern region of Spain. uh, Yeah. Where sometimes they'll blend the Grenache, sometimes it's 100%. They're all kind of juicy like this and really food-friendly.
0: Oh, that is good. And, Dan, talk about food-friendly.
2: Pizza. I mean, think about serving with pepperoni on it or something. What I like about wines like this is that they're quaffing wines. You just drink them. You don't worry about, you know, how many years in the cellar or how many uh, inches the steak is thick and so forth. All yeah, so yeah, you do yeah, is just, yeah, just yeah. serve the wine. And, and it. enjoy it. Yeah, just enjoy it. Yeah.
0: Delicious. Again, Barry, uh, reiterate this uh, award winner from the Harvest Fair.
1: So it's uh, 2019
2: Taminos Grenache from Alexander Valley.
1: And its three ninety nine a bottle.
2: At Bottle Barn. First of all, I wanted to say one additional thing. I think the Harvest Fair has done for a long, long time. And my first judging ever was 1981 at the Harvest Fair. Wow. And uh, I have to say that they've always done a great, great job of identifying small properties that never get any particular recognition. If you're a small winery that hasn't gotten much publicity, enter wine competitions like the Harvest Fair and you'll see things happen. (laughs) <laughs> I think
1: people still catching up from the fires. A lot of people lost their 2020 vintage in Dry mm-hmm. Creek, uh, so there was a gap to fill there, and they had to make. You know, it's taken a few years to catch up, and then again, I, I changing get the designation so they can keep by the glass programs going and that sort of thing. So but it's
2: also a shortage of some varieties. Some some great varieties are in short supply. It's hard to get uh, quality Sauvignon Blanc these days, and that's a problem for some producers. But
0: everyone's making Sauvignon Blanc. Everybody is yeah. so. What's the story there? Give me... Well,
2: it takes about three to four years before you can convert one vineyard over to a different variety. So yeah, if, you, if okay. you want to convert something over to Sauvignon Blanc, you've got to wait. Yeah. And right now we're in the transition period, and some uh, vineyards are not converted over just yet. Yeah, demand
1: is still strong.
0: All right, California Wine Country with Dan Berger, brought to you by Bottle Barn, also uh, Rodney Strong Vineyards and Davis Bynum Wines. It is... 95.5, and streaming worldwide. And thanks to Melissa, we have new Wine Country Radio wine glasses. That is so Life is cool. Good.